ho, ho, ho. Hey, what's up? It's me, Chad, here. You're listening to some of the amazing shows we did this year. We're reaching back into our bag of holiday goodies. From everyone here at the Chad Benson Show, we wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a happy, happy new year. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. I kept my distance, but you still caught my eye. Tell me, baby. Oh, sorry. I was telling the guys I was struggling a bit today. Uh, I'm watching Hallmark movies. <laughs> I got work to do, and I'm like, I got sucked in. I've not seen this one. It's Christmas. I like them. My buddy at work goes, I can't believe you like those. I said, dude, I don't just like those. I love those. I love those movies. They're stupid and fun and awesomely stupid fun and enjoyable. Yeah, I do. Right? For all the other hell and all. I go through enough. I read enough. I think that's that this is my joy bucket being filled is maybe the best way to describe this. My joy bucket gets filled watching something silly. Because the rest of the year, it's hell in a lot of ways. I love what I do, but it's all negative. Why? Because negative cells. It's all horrible. Because why? Because uh, horrible cells. It's all divisive. Why? Because divisive works for both sides. It's all... It's the way I feel. And the little things like this, fill the joy bucket. I'll watch it for a month and a half straight. Fill the joy bucket. It's good to last me. It's like the Christmas magic that'll last me throughout the year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. The division that people have, the anger that people have, the 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 insanity of, 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 of just fighting all day long. I don't get it. You know how lucky we are? I mean, honestly, do you have any idea how lucky we are that we live in this amazing, incredible country? Would you guys listen to this? We've got a nightmare going on at the border. In Mexico, we meet Edwin and his two-year-old son, Ike, from Ecuador, as they look over at the U.S. for the first time. He's excited because his family has suffered a lot. He's just really happy to arrive. They've been traveling for more than a month, and we watch as they wade across the river. Border Patrol taking in families first, so Edwin and Ike don't have to wait long. Agents bringing them up the slope to be processed. Yeah. People are coming here. They're dying to come here. They're risking everything, life, limb, the chance of being sold into sexual slavery, rape, murder, beatings, all of the, the, we're so blessed to be here. So that's why my bucket's full. Cause I turn around here and I think to myself, you know, whenever you feel down, whenever you feel like, ah, every once in a while, you got to remind yourself, man, how awesome are we? How blessed are we? How blessed are we in this country to have the things that are available to us? How blessed are we? People are willing to risk everything to come here. Look what's going on in Cuba. We always talk about a boat race. It is a giant boat race. Grab everything you can. Get the hell out of there. Venezuela. Look what's happening there. Get the hell out of Dodge is what they're saying. Look at what's happening. By the way, Haiti, if you have no idea what's going on in Haiti, just know this. It was already a mess. 
And I do mean a mess. It's about ready to crumble. It's about ready to fall apart. It's about ready to implode on itself. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, we are blessed. Beyond blessed. And it's crazy. They're talking about, I mean, we're talking about battles in the streets. So there's 10 lawmakers whose terms have expired. That's the last lawmakers. So there's got to be a political transition or the military stepping in. It's a nightmare. And I'm sitting here watching Candace Cameron Bure on the old TV. And she's once again come to the rescue or been rescued by Santa Claus's son, whatever it is. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Maybe smile. Or she met a royal from some pretend landia. It's awesome. Sitting there last night, Christmas trees up, right? Some music playing in the background. The kids are playing out back, having the time of their life because we got this new yoga swing and it just became a swing, right? You're supposed to be able to stretch yourself and do it. Yeah, it just became a swing for the kids. And, and, and Charlie's running around. Amazing. Blessed we are in this country. But a lot of people are coming here and they're coming here in droves and they're putting pressure on so many facilities on both sides of the border. An unprecedented situation near downtown El Paso. Hundreds of migrants fighting the bitter cold, huddling in blankets, the line to get into the United States snaking far along the banks of the Rio Grande. Migrant facilities now at or over capacity. In just the last week, nearly 7,000 people have been released pending court hearings, some sleeping on the street in makeshift tents. Man, think about that. We've got a massive homeless problem in this country, and what are we doing? We're importing more people that probably won't be able to take care of themselves in some way. Some will. They'll have family here. But there's going to be a lot that aren't. But they want that. They look at America as that Willy Wonka moment of golden ticket. That, hey, okay, here's your, here's your, uh, here's your t- pass, right? And here's this, and we'll call you in X, Y, and Z, whenever the hell that is, and you'll have a court date. You're free to go. Oh, it's a free to go scenario. And you still don't even know what to do. Oh my God, I'm free to go. And out you go. And now what? Well, what do you want to do? For some of them, they don't have a plan. For a lot of them, it's just to get here, to put food on the table, to feed their family, to do all of the things. And we sit around here not realizing, I think, how blessed we are. And it's going to get worse, people. It's going to get absolutely worse. And it might be time to let it get as bad as it possibly can be. So maybe the administration will pay attention because we continually put Band-Aids on things. We're never interested in solving problems in the political sphere. We throw money at homelessness. What did we throw last year? 2021 or so? Uh... In California alone, about $7.5 billion. Soak that up for a second. It's in San Diego. Beautiful at night. In the daytime in downtown. San Francisco. Disgusting. Los Angeles. Seven point what? What have you done? Mm -hmm. 
nothing. I mean, we all take, we got the money and we, 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 we bought an area that we've got some temporary housing uh, to help people. And if they follow the rules and, oh, okay. We throw money around like you could not believe with never any real fix in mind and no accountability. It's crazy. And yet people are willing to risk everything because sleeping on the streets in America in their mind is like sleeping on the streets in heaven because opportunities here. Think about that. How blessed we are. We take it for granted, right? We got, you know, people are like kids, all these college kids can't get jobs. Well, they can get jobs if they want them, but not those jobs. And they're burdened by so much when it comes to, Oh, geez, you know, the loans and we should forgive them. These people are like, I'll come here. I'll do anything you ask. I'll work anywhere you need. I'll work two jobs, three jobs, five jobs. Because it's better than where I came from. And they're going to be coming. And it's time maybe just to let this thing just fall apart. If that's the way it's got to be. See what happens from there. Because the alternative is continually doing the same thing. Homelessness. We'll throw all the money we can at it, never actually fixing the problem with no accountability. Uh, I- immigration. Let's put a Band-Aid here and a Band-Aid here and a Band-Aid here. We'll have 12 different laws that are mostly executive orders that you don't have to follow. And we'll go from there. Oh, that sounds good. Jeez. Blessed. How blessed are we? Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet at us text the program. Love hearing from all of you. I do, I do. Uh, sad news yesterday. So I follow this guy and his wife on social media. It's really odd. I don't know. I he was entertaining and he would do some dancing stuff. And and Jack and I used to like watching this guy. And and then I his wife uh, smoking hot, but. Uh, and his kids, and they were all funny, and you never know about somebody. And I'm talking about you, Twitch. Come here. He was a mainstay on the Ellen DeGeneres show for eight years, and while the investigation into his death is ongoing, Twitch is being remembered by the show's host. In a statement on Twitter, Ellen DeGeneres saying, I am heartbroken. Twitch was pure love and light. He was my family, and I loved him with all my heart. Twitch, we are not going to ask you to stay with us. Twitch, whose real name was Stephen Boss, was once a contestant on So You Think You Can Dance. He became a judge on the show along with Leah Remini, who wrote his passing will leave a big hole in many hearts. 40 years old. Uh, and again, I mean, you know, millions of Instagram and, and social media followers. Uh, he wasn't just the DJ slash whatever on Ellen. He was a producer. Beautiful wife, beautiful kids, beautiful home. Life seemed amazing night before. People at the hotel, motel where he stayed, said he looked visibly upset. Next day, they went for a well check and he was dead. And they're, you know, uh, they've, the police have already said it's no foul play, committed suicide. You just never know. You never know what's going on. You know, we were joking a couple weeks ago about uh, Will Smith, but you never know what's going on. It's crazy. And I was like, hey, I know that guy. I've seen that guy a thousand times on my, my feed and, and everything. Him and his wife dancing around. And, and uh, you know, and because uh, I didn't watch Ellen uh, because, you know, she's so mean. No, it's just because I don't watch Ellen. Uh, but it is, uh, it's just a trip. You just never know. I mean, you look in there because I'm looking at my family. I'm having fun last night. And, and I'm like, man, how blessed am I? And you think to yourself, this guy's got it all. 
And yet, at the same time, something happened. And he fought through hell to get to where he was. And yet, something happened. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Chicks on the right going to join us to talk a little alternative media what they're doing, what they're up to now after leaving the radio world. We'll do that and a lot of other stuff, including my prediction for the World Cup semifinal. How did I do yesterday? Sucked at the first one. Did I do better on the second one? Hmm, we'll find out. RUFFGreens.com slash Chad. RuffGreens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens now. Get a free bag of Rough Greens. What is that? Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. K9 Smart is a amazing supplement you put on top of your dog's food and it brings your dog's food to life and it is incredible i give it to my dogs every single day my dog doodle is happy healthy blind because he's way older not the best at hearing but he's never been more active and energetic than he has over the last several years and it's all because of rough greens when he was younger we thought about putting him down because he seemed to be in so much pain now no not so much just happy healthy you can pick him up it's incredible try it for yourself. Get a free bag now by going to ruffgreens.com slash Chad. You cover the cost of shipping. They're going to give you a bag for free. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to the Chad Autonomous Zone. Woo! Bipolar. There's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. No. Bipartisan. Don't abandon. Don't censor. Engage. Yes. The Chad Benson Show, where free speech and uncensored thought run wild. That's crazy. Someday at Christmas, men won't be boys. Playing with bombs like kids play with toys. One warm December, our hearts will see a world where men are free. Mm, I love it. Never charted. Someday at Christmas. Great Christmas song from uh, Stevie Wonder. Uh, reissued several occasions, never charted on the Billboard Hot 100. Best it ever did was the top holiday albums where it ended up at 28. That crazy? You would think that thing. Yeah, I love it because you hear it. You're like, I love that song. Got a lot of Christmas songs for you. We're going to throw a little Boney M later. Talk about wacky. Boney M was wacky. Speaking of wacky. So uh, FTX guy, uh, still not out of jail, very upset about all the things that he's going through because, you know, the whole thing where he stole everybody's money. The more you hear about it, the more you shake your head. Upset mostly right now because he can't get out of jail because of the whole thing where, you know, he's a vegetarian. (laughs) I mean, did that work? No, it's not working. I was talking yesterday. My buddy's like, do you remember when Floyd Mayweather was in prison? And he said, uh, uh, I don't get enough food in here because, you know, he's a boxer, best boxer, arguably in the world, pound for pound, maybe ever. And (laughs) that didn't work either. And eh, dude, you're not getting out of jail. And apparently this gets even better. He's such an idiot. See, this is the thing. Is he a mastermind or is he an idiot? 
He's a 36-year-old man-child that stole a bunch of people's money, pissed it away, having fun, running it on QuickBooks and Slack. That's it. Telling everybody what an idiot he was. I think he thinks he could just apologize his way out of this. It's going to be fine. He was telling people earlier in the day, oh, they're not going to arrest me. They're not. And the question is still out there. Why did uh, Jonathan Turley put it? Why in God's name did you not allow him to testify? You, the prosecution. He would have given you everything. Why did you not allow him to testify? And I think, is it political? Maybe some of it. Is it the fact that maybe his girlfriend, by the sounds of it, has flipped on him? And they've made a deal? And there could be other things? I don't know. But he wants to leave because he's the vegan. (laughs) Not going to happen, kid. Chicks on the right, join us. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Maybe we'll hit him with some wacky stuff. Plus, alternative media. How it's changed what they do. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to the best of Chad Benson. The Chad Benson Show. Ho, 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 ho. Hey, what's up? It's me, Chad, here. You're listening to some of the amazing shows we did this year. We're reaching back into our bag of holiday goodies. From everyone here at the Chad Benson Show, we wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a happy, happy New Year. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. That is the uh, uh, great Chad Benson show. I'm kidding, of course. This is what I do here on this program. Joining us now, though, we've got a very special guest. Uh, it's Mock and Daisy. The chicks on the right are joining us. We were just chatting off the air about what I want to talk about. And ladies, I have a real question for you. I've watched some of the Harry and Meghan stuff, and I think it's an abusive <laughs> relationship. <laughs> abusive to us? I think it's abusive to us. To no, I'm serious. That. If it was a guy that was doing what she does, which is separating his family and him and the way that right. she acts, I'm telling you, that's an abusive relationship. Yeah, she's Yoko. She's like she the, new, the, new, the new Yoko. She's breaking up the band. Although I, I think like Mock forced me to watch that. She forced me. I was forced into it. This and is a I lie. Got- and this is a I lie. Got, I got sucked in and then now and then I watched the first three episodes. But I will say, and she may have a different take on this. I will say at first I, I didn't like her. I didn't like Megan. And I thought she was like, you know, abusive and everything. But I feel like um, he actually is as bad as she is. I feel like Harry is he had a list because he even said in one of the episodes, he's like, I had a list of what I wanted in a woman. And I feel like he is one of those guys that he wanted to get out of the royal family. And so he saw her as an opportunity, he saw Megan as an opportunity to get out of the royal family and he's like okay i see dollar signs i'm gonna get out he's just as opportunistic as she is look he's insufferable i'm not gonna pretend that he's not insufferable but i'm just saying from my point of view feels the beauty and here's the other thing how crazy 
does your wife or your husband have to be where you're like, all right, your dad's going to be coronated as the king, but because your spouse is so nuts, you're not allowed to come. We are letting the child molester come, but not you. (laughs) The fact that Prince Andrew is allowed and that's completely fine, but the likes of Meghan Markle and, and her ballless husband are not, uh, can I say that? I hope I can say that. Um, (laughs) It is just, it's perfect. And she was so rude in that doc in the first three episodes of the documentary with the whole excessively aggressive curtsy and like his face during that was so uncomfortable so cringe the whole thing is a train wreck that we cannot look away that we cannot look away from yeah i know and it's not politics which is normally the train wreck we all deal in talking to maca daisy the chicks on the right uh so uh, let's talk about we were joking earlier because the world's going super super solid right you know it's everything looks great rosy you know no such thing Mm -hmm. as inflation although it's good news that it's kind of coming down but that's only based on uh gas prices and stuff uh you know schools are fantastic i joked earlier you see if you guys are with me on this, okay? If we can have a drag queen reading hour, then why can't I also go and say, I'd like to have a dance hour here and the dancers are going to read and they agree to it. And then I bring up, I welcome Misty and Amber to the floor with their poles. <laughs> they can read some books and then the kids can make it rain dollars. We'll learn some math. What's wrong with that? There's a, it's a great question. I don't see the difference. I don't see it at all because it, it's it's all about the hypersexualization of our kids. Why can't people see that? It's like, and why do they feel? Why are they so hell bent on doing that? I feel like that's the question we should be asking all these people, and never stop asking that question because they seem so hell bent on doing it. I don't know why. And it's such a perversion. This. I mean, the fact that people are just. They're trying so desperately to defend drag queens like writhing around in kids faces, dancing along to the most horrifically sexually suggestive, not suggestive, just outright sexual lyrics. And they're defending it and they're working so hard at it. That's the weird thing. It's like this is why the word groomer is a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. But I just thought, you know what? I'm th- So I'm going to try to go to a library during my little break, my library, and I'm going to say, yeah. look, I've got a great idea. And and then, you know, the kids will be there and we're going to read a book. Next thing you know, we're going to have polls. Kids are going to be spinning around. There's going to be a DJ in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be pour some sugar on me and they're going to be right. learning. And then, you know, if the, some of the kids are lucky, they're going to go to the champagne room. <laughs> She'd be like, next up on the main stage. <laughs> like, except Maka Daisy for the chicks on the room. Like, what? You don't, you don't want that. You definitely you, don't want you that. You do not. So, so how how's the podcast thing going? Because you guys, you know, you were at WIBC for a long time, and you decided, you know, let's break the band up. You went all hollow notes on everybody for a while, <laughs> uh, which is fantastic because who doesn't love hollow notes? And you guys bounce. Which and, one's and, which one's hollow? Which one's oats? I don't even know. Who's well, got I'm the better the mustache? One, so. <laughs> <laughs> she's the short one that's true that is true Uh uh-huh it's true you know the podcast is going absolutely fantastic (laughs) we're having the best time so we've been full-time podcasters and chicks on the right people um full-time since the first of february of this year and it's been an absolute dream come true to be able to to report to no one but each other to have a fantastic team of folks to work with at radio america and to be doing what we love every day with the community we've built it's it's a it's a dream 
Yeah, we really have to pinch ourselves. It's fantastic. I mean, radio was so much fun, but it, I'm not saying, I shouldn't say but. Um, podcasting is like radio on steroids. It's just, Well, it's freer, it's, right? Because you could drop F-bombs yeah. or whatever. I mean, you know, it's totally. just free. You could talk about things without having somebody go, you know, you shouldn't say that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. Ma can say all the words. She is so <laughs> naughty. And I do. So naughty, that one. <laughs> and, and you know it's funny we're talking to the chicks on the right uh, Mock and Daisy are joining us they're making fun of radio and how stupid it is but I tell them it's okay it pays the bills uh, here's the thing uh, you know I, I, like tomorrow we're going to do a thing on my show about alternative media people always ask me where do you get your stuff from I said you know there's a few places I go uh, that I mean I read all the you know New York Times and Washington Post and all that stuff but I said as far as real media when I'm looking for journalism and real ideas as far as you know that are alternative to the talking points of whatever the mainstream wants I go to things like breaking points I don't know if you know who you know, soccer and crystal yeah. uh, ball are. I love them. They were at yeah. the Hill. They're fantastic. Uh, you know, Matt Taibbi, I've been a subscriber with Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss and several yeah. others on Substack because they're real journalists. They're doing, doing, they're doing real work and they're pissing everybody off, which shows me they're doing the right thing to do. And alternative media has come in such a way that it is the dominant media now. Mm-hmm, totally. Yeah. They're the ones who are actually doing it. It used to be that, um, you know, well, back in the day when we first started our, our site, God, it was like 14 years ago. Like we would, we didn't see a whole lot of what we see today, which is now there's like what, two, three journalists left. <laughs> there's like literally like a handful of journalists. You, people will call themselves journalists, but they're not really journalists. I mean, they're either are on one side or you're on the other side. We're pretty blatant. Like what well, we don't call ourselves journalists at all we're just like no. we are alternative media like well we are conservative slanted and everybody has a slant there are just a select few people out there who are not slanted who are people who are just trying to get the news out like you have to really check and double check and triple check everything that you put out there because everybody has an agenda now everybody and it's and amazing, actually, to see the people that you just mentioned, Barry Weiss and Matt Taibbi, now that they're reporting on the Twitter files, these are I, I, both of them come from more liberal backgrounds. And in fact, mm -hmm. I, I, the, the, the extent to which they're being criticized for being conservatives is insane, given it that is. neither of them would define themselves that way. And it's but that's what's happened is that when you put the truth out there and you're transparent, you're automatically assumed to be conservative. Let that right. sink in. <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. So here's something. I would throw this. You know, we're heading towards 2024. And, you know, a, a lot of people are, you know, it's 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 Trump world and stuff. And I, look, I was never a huge fan of Trump. I like the I liked a lot of the ideas, but I thought he was his own worst enemy. Uh, and I always thought Trump had a shelf life. He's one of those things where it's like. Kind of like the Sex Pistols, right? You're like, okay, we're going to get an album out of them, and then probably most of them are going to die. And it's going to be a great album, but they're going to die. And that was kind of the way I looked at him. And, and, and you know, now, you know, they've got the latest poll out that, you know, DeSantis is crushing it. And look, if Trump was the rainmaker that a lot of people thought he was going to be, I think it'd be a different story. But I think a lot of people have just gone, you know, I don't want, we've had too many losses, and it's too much about yesterday. We need the freshness of tomorrow going into 2024 because the red the, the red wave wasn't a tsunami it wasn't even a wave it wasn't even a trickle it was nothing mm -hmm. and I, right. I don't think we can we can have that again in, in this day and age we got to do something better 
Yeah, I think people are ready for young and fresh and new and not people are so sick and tired of doing things the way that we've always done them. And so and I think he I hate to say this, but he's Trump is sort of a representation of he's not really the old guard because he obviously wasn't part of the establishment. But I think everybody just wants to throw everything out and start fresh and they don't want the drama. They don't want anything of yesterday. They just want a new face. And I think we want to make sure that we attract young people into our party because that's what Democrats do so well, right? So part of that is getting a younger person to run. And DeSantis fits that bill. Chad, I would love to ask you if what you just said is something that you find yourself getting in trouble for, because I have said literally the exact same thing on our show. And you would not believe the criticism that comes from the Trump loyalists who cannot understand that he cannot win when he keeps hemorrhaging support. I'm just wondering well, if you're getting that same kind of, you feedback. know, and I get a bunch of pushback from a cultist and I really don't give a rat's ass. You know, I care about winning. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about the man. He doesn't mean right. anything to me. He's not, he plays no, yeah. no role in my life whatsoever. You had good ideas, good ideas. Great. Take them and have somebody who can actually fulfill some of those ideas. I'll take that. I don't care about your ego and the fact that you lost and you can't get past that. Move on dot now, please, because uh, I, I just don't care. And you know what? Yeah, I got pushed yeah. back. And at the same time, I don't care. I, look, I, I'm one of these guys that, yeah, I lean right because that's where, you know, logic is and common sense is. Uh, but it doesn't mean that I don't have ideas and, you know, you know, that that are socially liberal in some way compared comparatively. But it doesn't matter. Anymore. You guys know this. You're on you're social media all day. It's what you do. You can say hi. Oh, it's easy for you. You cisgendered white male. <laughs> it's like, shut up. Exactly. Yeah. We have a, and we have a long way to go until 2024. I mean, it's we've seen this before. We've lived through many cycles of this. It, DeSantis is awesome. I love everything about the guy. I mean, the way that he presents himself, his policies, his record speaks for itself. But there are a lot of other people on our bench, too, that and, and that we haven't even seen yet that may come out of the woodwork. We don't know. I mean, it's there's a lot of stuff that has to happen between now and 2024 that that still has to percolate. Including DeSantis actually saying whether or not he's going to run. Yeah, (laughs) precisely. So everybody get a grip, you know? Yeah. I think I look over at Brian Kemp and I said, "Mm, if I'm him, I'm not saying no. Right. I mean, there's a lot of people, so many, so many people that still have yet to, to. I mean, think of all the people that we have on our side that the Democrats don't. But they have Mayor Pete. May or you may not be I, chest feeding. I love Mayor Pete. I've had him on my show a couple times. He's the oh nicest gosh. guy. And it's funny I'm because sure he's he like, ah, just call me Mayor Pete. He's just a real down to earth guy. The problem is for him is nobody's going to nobody's going to vote for their nephew. <laughs> nephew? Yeah, I'm sure, their child. I'm sure, I'm sure he's really nice. But I mean, he he just has no business running a country. Yeah, because he's 12. Nobody's going to give right, the guy right. from Mad Magazine the keys to the country. <laughs> Exactly. We already did that with the guy that's 900 years old. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're not giving it to yeah, Kamala no. Harris because she's so useless and we all know it. Oh my uh, what the a most useless. What a complete disappointment. Yeah, she's pretty bad. And she just yeah. and she says the same phrases over and over again. And what is what is the kind of graph that she likes, Mock? What is it? The she Venn loves? diagrams. She loves, she loves Gosh, she loves those Venn diagrams. 
Oh, Somebody God, just needs to put her in a room with a bunch of Venn diagrams and call it a day. I would rather have Sam Bankman Freed as our president than Kamala Harris. <laughs> God help us all. Everybody would be up there talking about like his wild sex parties. That dude is well, so you know gross. What? Did you hear that he so was running gross. that whole enterprise on QuickBooks and Slack? Mm-hmm. They should yeah, do QuickBooks yeah. should do commercials with that. They should run like somebody in their advertising department, their marketing department needs to run and make ads just on that <laughs> alone. It's, it's awesome. I love it. I love it. I love having you guys on. You know, we need to do this more often. I would totally we have would you guys it. on all the time. I would yeah, because would I, quite it. frankly, I get sick and tired of hearing myself and they still <laughs> won't let me play music all day because that was kind of my goal. Like, can we do like 40 minutes nonstop or is that like something there? Like, no, you can't. Oh my God, we'd love it. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, all day. It is the ladies. They're called the chicks on the right, and they've joined us. Uh, I'm Maka Daisy, as always. Hey, if people want to get a hold of you, they want to check out all your stuff, they want to go to your social, what do they do? Chicksontheright.com, or we have a, a link tree, which is pink, of course. It's chicksontheright.com slash links. Look at that. You guys can go do that. And, of course, they're endorsing all kinds of crypto, so check them out. <laughs> chicks on the right. All right, guys. As always, yeah, good talking to you. I appreciate you coming on. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. We Merry Christmas. It. Back at you. Oh, we could totally say Merry Christmas and nobody's going to yell at us because it's our show. I love, love it. Isn't it fantastic? Love it. So you guys great. are the best. Have a good one. Thanks so much. And let's do this again. We would love, love it. it. Thank you fantastic. so much. Thank you. you we'll talk to you guys later. And I want to be on your show so I can say horrible things. Oh my God. We'd love it. We'd love to have you on. Yeah, that'd oh be an God. awesome, awesome be a time. Last. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. you let me words. know because I'll come on and we'll all get canceled. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> love that absolutely <laughs> all right i'll again. talk to you guys later have a good one okay you too, you too. bye-bye 323-538-2423 at jeb benson show twitter omaha steaks omaha steaks delicious yummy incredible coming to you it's the gift that keeps on giving we ate so well last night we had steaks uh my daughter had hot dogs we make memories as we're watching christmas movies getting ready to put up a lot of our christmas stuff on the indoors because we've been traveling so much it was awesome charlie and i we, we were we she was eating hot dad you want some of my hot i was just fantastic and i love that it's her favorite food it's omaha steaks give the gift that your family's gonna love the best fillets the best naturally aged for flavor and tenderness steaks and pork chops and, and air air cooled uh you know chicken breasts and the best burgers around give the gift this year that's gonna make everybody smile it's omaha steaks go to omahasteaks.com right now and you're going to save 50 percent on everything out there you see it's 50 percent off side wide but when you use code benson on the way out an extra 40 dollars off meat that is amazing and memories that will last forever omahasteaks.com code benson on the way out minimum order may be required omahasteaks.com use code benson chat benson show Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Are you thinking of Hitler? Who's Hitler? Vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity. Do you know what D-Day is? D-Day. A person? A rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts. This is the Chad Benson Show. It's 
beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Little Johnny Mathis there. The holidays are upon us. Excited. Going to finish up our Christmas shopping this week, which also means we're going to start it. <laughs> oh, geez, you haven't started? Not really. Not really. If you uh, haven't got your Christmas, uh, you know, party started, you probably should. You know, I think you've got a few more days before they say, this is it. If you don't do it now, you're never going to have anything shipped kind of thing. But it's, uh, I'm just so pumped with the holidays. Need it, need it. If you're missing the show, grab the podcast. Great having the chicks on the right. On uh, again, alternative media is 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 crushing everything in its path, uh, and uh, the the old world better figure out what to do. Adapt or die, we say. So, Chad Benson show. You're listening to the best of Chad Benson. This is the Chad Benson show. Hey, what's up? It's me, Chad, here. You're listening to some of the amazing shows we did this year. We're reaching back into our bag of holiday goodies. From everyone here at the Chad Benson Show, we wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a happy, happy New Year. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. A little bit of fun this Christmas week. Probably play some Christmas music, of course. Have uh, some fun Christmas stuff planned Thursday and Friday as well. As again, Friday is the last show of the year. We'll be back uh, to start the new year. Uh, We're doing better than A, the people that got involved with FTX, uh, and uh, B, the guy that ran FTX, of course, yesterday. SBF, Sam Bakeman-Fried, a year ago. Guy was the bee's knees, praised and lauded by everybody in the financial community. This is the guy. Yesterday, the guy in a lot of trouble. The 30-year-old once celebrated as the poster child for transparency in crypto. His company, FTX, valued at $32 billion earlier this year, attracting amateur investors and partnering with celebs like Steph Curry and Tom Brady. FTX customers alone were defrauded over $8 billion, according to federal authorities. And he's like, I could get the money back. You can't get the money back, dude. You jacked the pooch. This thing is massive. Massive! I don't think we've realized we're just getting the sense of of how big this thing is, but huge. We've already learned from the the new chief executive of FTX that the kinds of controls that should have existed in a company like this just didn't. Uh, And in fact, the new CEO, John Ray, said he was somewhat shocked when he got in there to, to figure out that this was all being you know, run by rookies. And it led to what federal prosecutors called one of the biggest financial frauds in American history. Yeah. And by the way, it took Madoff 20 years to do what he did in about $65 billion. It took this guy about a year, a year. And look, there's a fair question to be asked about a lot of different things when it comes to this. Again, going back to why in God's name did you arrest him a day before he was supposed to testify? Uh, doesn't mean he won't. This is Dick Durbin, uh, Senator Illinois. Now that we're dealing with crime uh, and 
this man has been apparently indicted and charged with crime, uh, it's, it's not uh, beyond possibility that we'll consider this as well. And there's plenty of crime to be had. And we're talking a long, long time he's going to be spending in jail. And I saw yesterday, he's like, I'm a vegan. I can't go to jail. Oh, sir, 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 sir. You're going to jail. Just uh, just sit back, relax. It's happening. For all of the intrigue and, and the mysticism surrounding digital currency, this is a good old-fashioned analog-type fraud where you're taking money from one place and doing something with it that you said you wouldn't do. And in that way, the Securities and Exchange Commission said Sam Bankman-Fried was using Alameda Research and all the money from FTX as his own personal piggy bank buying up lavish real estate for his company and for himself and making these risky investments, using it for his own personal lifestyle. What was very interesting, too, is they talked about from dollar one, this cat took the money and did stuff with it. You know, I look at Bernie Madoff and I look at a lot of people who get caught up. A vast majority, it might be a vast, vast, vast majority, I would say almost all of them, They start out with the right idea, right? They start out with they're trying to be traders. They're trying to be money managers, trying to do all this thing. Somewhere along the line, it goes from point A to point B, and it's a dip here. It's a dip there, and then it starts to to grow, and it gets out of control, and you wonder how long it is going to last, and and, and, and you know that the cards, as they say, are about ready to to, to fall apart. You you do everything you possibly can, though, because you're always trying to rob Peter to pay Paul, and then you got to rob Peter twice because you got to pay Paul more than he gave you, hence the reason the Ponzi scheme. This guy wasn't even trying to do that. He just thought, you give me a buck, it's my buck. Now, I'm telling you, I'm going to use the buck wisely and try to grow your buck from a, from, from a buck to two bucks, but he was just like, no, that's a buck's mine. From dollar one, he wasn't even trying. Now, when will we get him here in the United States of America? Because it is going to happen. The founder of FTX, one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world, now charged in a scheme that investigators say stole billions of dollars from customers and investors. This is one of the biggest financial frauds in American history. Sam Bankman-Fried fighting extradition from the Bahamas as he faces SEC charges and eight counts of criminal fraud, including money laundering and wire fraud. Yeah, he's going to fight it all he wants. Uh, But the question also has to come up about a lot of the stuff that he did with the money, including all of the contributions. He said he gave the Republicans. uh, They know who he gave to. Now, the dark money might be a little bit different, but they know where the money went and how they're going to go about getting, you know, uh, are we going to see any of of this brought to the forefront? Because in theory, and what we've been told, and he has said that he gave money to both sides, but he mostly gave dark money to Republicans and anonymously because, you know, if you give to Republicans, you get yelled at. But he was the second biggest donor to Democrats, the second biggest donor outside of George Soros. We charge that Bankman-Fried violated federal campaign finance laws by causing tens of millions of dollars in illegal campaign contributions to be made to candidates and committees associated with both Democrats and Republicans. So we'll find out. We'll find out exactly how this thing rolls out. But he is going to go to jail. And, you know, and again, the question on top of all of this, is there a need for cryptocurrencies or need for a lot of these things? I think there's a place for it. Where it goes from here, I don't know. 
And the average person, you, you, the intrigue is now gone because it feels like it's nothing but a giant Ponzi scheme and, and it's a bunch of baloney. Oh, it's the, oh, it's the future. Here's the thing. In reality, we like reality. I know what a dollar is. I felt it. I've seen it. I know what a dollar is. And I also know that the country that I live in backs my dollar. Now, we can talk about the gold standard, the Fed, and all this kind of stuff, but I know the United States of America backs my currency. This has none of that. Part of the appeal was having nothing that backs it. Part of the appeal was the fact that it was blockchain and government, you know, blockchain and government couldn't do this and they couldn't do it. The reality is, is uh, while intriguing for some people, the shine and the mystery is off. And now everybody in the industry that was trying to do it right feels like, uh oh, we're screwed. And in some ways, you absolutely are. 323 538 2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. It was funny because I was reading some of the stuff yesterday about how when people were are talking about this guy, it's the same thing. It is a bunch of kids running around stealing money. They set up they were taking money in and setting up large credit lines and loaning themselves money with no interest, with no, no actual thought of paying it back and what to do. None. None. Hubris is the downfall. And that's what happened. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program yesterday. Huh? Respect for Marriage Act. All oh, Cindy Lauper was there. I see your true colors. And that's why I love you. So don't be afraid to let them show yeah, it's just, it's tough, it's tough. Uh, did we need this? Yeah, people are worried. There's no doubt about that. Did we need it? Eh, I, I don't think so. And it, the funny thing is, is if you talk to a lot of critics, most of them on, you know, not just the right, who are just saying, ah, you know, a marriage between a man and one. First of all, marriage is between yourself, another person, and, and, you know, and your maker, if you will, or if you don't believe in your maker, yourself, another person. The fact that we have government getting in marriage is just drives me crazy. It's one of people, do you respect marriage? Yes. You know what? If you want to marry somebody, go ahead and marry them. If you're two adults, you're not doing anything illegal. I got no problem with that. That's a you thing. Ain't a me thing. That's a you thing. Did they need this? You know, I mean, uh, people are happy about it. The reality is at the end of the day. Uh, it doesn't go as far as some people want. And again, the, the, the reality is, is we're in a battle right now. You know, we do woke Wednesday joking around about woke Wednesday all the time, and we've got some crazy woke stuff to talk about, but there are real issues in this country, things that we need to talk about. Absolutely. And we're not doing it because, you know, you've got one side of the aisle that will destroy you and try to ruin your life if you dare go against their their belief system. Well, all the while they want to go against your belief system, all the while they want to say that your belief system shouldn't matter at all. Hey, I believe that marriage between a man and a woman, you're evil. 
Wait, what? You believe that anybody should be able to get married? Yes. And yours is archaic and stupid. And you're, it's, it's ridiculous. It is. But yesterday, you know, the whole thing, it was just, oh, God. It was just, it was a lot. It was a lot to handle. I watched a bit of it because that's my job. And I thought to myself, nah, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> but they're going to get rid of marriage equality and they're also going to make it so, uh, you know, uh, blacks and whites can't marry. I'm like, really? Really? That's where you go. Well, they got rid of uh, Roe v. Wade. No, they didn't. They said it wasn't correct the way it was done. They said it wasn't a, you know, when you go back and look at it, Roe v. Wade was a ruling. They said, no, this never solved anything. And we're going to allow the states to decide this. That's what we're going to allow. What if they did that here? Are people clamoring for that? Is that is that something they're clamoring for? Here's the thing, though, and, and I've said this. In saying that, juxtaposed even my position in some ways, just because, and, and this is where the Republicans need to understand, the people who are pro-life had a plan, and they knew it would take a long time, and it was a long-term play. But their goal was never to have Roe v. Wade or abortion continually a political issue. Their goal was to overturn it and protect the sanctity of life. That was their goal. Politicians' goal is, I don't really care if it's overturned. In fact, if it's not, it's better for us because it's another thing that we can always raise money on to say we're fighting the good fight while never really having to show results because we can always say it's the other side's fault. And then when it did happen, well, lo and behold, you see. Oh, yeah, yeah. And by the way, the Democrats, while it helped them potentially in the last one and may help them here and there potentially at bits and pieces, it's it's a fight now that they're not going to raise money off of either the way that they did at one time. Oh, that's the reason nobody wants to have the 15 week abortion. Uh, and then after that, you know, after the first trimester or whatever, that, that there's no outside of medical there's no no abortions because if you completely settled it where there was never an opportunity to raise a penny off of it or argue about it, oh my God, they'd lose their effing mind. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Twitter, we got some woke stuff coming up. Rough Greens, are you? FFGreens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get a free bag of Rough Greens. Uh, absolutely incredible. Give it to my dog every single day. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all of this incredible stuff wrapped up in one amazing supplement. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food, and they love it. Vitamins and the minerals and all of that stuff that's inside of your dog's food, this will mix with it, and it will bring them out. It'll it just It's incredible what it does. It has helped my dog doodle with his energy, and it's helped him with his life. It's given him a much better life. It's also helped my younger dogs get off to a much better start. So if you love your animals like i love my animals now's the time to take advantage of a free bag of rough greens put it to the test dr dennis black is going to send it out to you no questions asked you just cover the cost of shipping ruffgreens.com slash chat ruffgreens.com slash chat ruffgreens.com slash chat at chad benson show twitter c-h-a-d-b-e-n-s-o-n 
And yesterday, a bit about fusion. We'll touch on that. We still got some woke stuff coming up as well. It's the Chad Benson Show. You're listening to the Chad Benson Show. The scientific milestone coming as the push to replace fossil fuels is more urgent than ever, with climate change pushing temperatures to catastrophic levels. Scientists tell us there is still a lot of work to do on this, but they say the commercial viability of nuclear fusion could be within reach in the next decade. By the way, uh, just to give you guys an idea of, of how huge this is, this could be the biggest thing that we as human beings uh, for the planet for us may ever do because of what the possibilities are from this. At the same time, it's still a ways away. Some people think it's always another decade out. Some people think it's just a decade out for real. They'll weaponize this. That's something I've been saying, though. This will be weaponized. And we talked to Alex Stone yesterday from ABC News, and he said, look, the, the thing about this, yes, the weaponization is very real. Don't think it's not. Don't think DARPA in there weren't looking at it and saying, okay, this is what happens, right? They shoot all these lasers into this little box-like thing, and I do mean a box-like thing, like a soccer ball-sized thing, and it goes into it, and it shoots like a hundred and some lasers into this thing that looks like a you know diamondy thing, and they shoot it, and what happens is the energy that it produced was more than the energy that was used to produce the experiment. And so there was a net gain on energy, and that's how they knew it kind of worked. And we'll get a little deeper into it in a little bit. But the the interesting thing I, I said is, is the weaponization of it. And he says, you know, you're right. Here's the thing. You can now produce, in theory, a bomb that is of the nuclear type without the radiation. Oh. So you could wipe something off the map, and at the same time, with so much of this other stuff, there will be no fallout. Ooh. So to think that there won't be a weaponization of this would be foolish. Don't fool yourself, kids, okay? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet at us text the program we'll talk a little bit more about this we've also got uh yeah some fun stuff you know it's woke wednesday it's the last wokeness of the year so we get ready to take our uh, uh some time off so we'll do some woke stuff including chris beck former navy seal who transitioned and is now detransitioning and has a warning for people out there we'll talk about that many other things straight ahead 323-538-2423 at jeff benson shows your twitter Chad Benson Show. You're listening to the best of Chad Benson. The Chad Benson Show. Ho, 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 ho. Hey, what's up? It's me, Chad, here. You're listening to some of the amazing shows we did this year. We're reaching back into our bag of holiday goodies. From everyone here at the Chad Benson Show, we wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a happy, happy New Year. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Sing it, Burr! Have a holly jolly Christmas. 
It's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Ah, holidays. What are we, uh, what is it today? God, are we, uh, how many days out are we? Are you kidding me now? Are we? We're 11 days away. Sweet mother of goodness. 11 days away from Christmas. Have you got your Christmas shopping in? Mm. Uh, I would love to say that uh, I have. I have. Uh, Santa Claus is done an okay job. Mom and dad, not so much. Not so much. Not so much. This weekend is going to be, as I'd like to say, a scramble to get things done. And it is going to be a scramble indeed. Indeedio. To get stuff done. I don't even know. It's funny because everybody, so I'm talking to my friend here who works here. And I said, uh, you know, I have a four-year-old and she is very much, uh, first of all, she's she's fun, crazy wild child. She's got red hair. My, my wife says, I want a ginger. And I'm like, eh, be careful what you wish for. And she got one. I was like, okay, now this is what you got. Uh, so, but Charlie is very much into like shoes. She got a Build-A-Bear over the weekend. Uh, and uh, grandma, grandma gave her some money and, and the kids because we were in San Diego. And, and so she got a Build-A-Bear this weekend. <laughs> and the Build-A-Bear was based upon the shoes that she liked. So that's how she started. She found these shoes and she liked them. So from there it was, all right, now I need to find a bear that matches the shoe or an animal that matches the shoe. And then we'll find an outfit. And I was like, okay. And she, that, that's it. That's the way she did. So she's very, you know, I'm like, I don't know if Santa Claus brings shoes, but we're going to find out. We're going to find it. She's like Elton John. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet, text, pronoun Wednesday? No. Excitement Wednesday? No. Woke Wednesday? Yeah. Buckle up, everybody. It's time to talk about my pronouns. When babies are born, the doctor looks at them and they make a guess about whether the baby is a boy or a girl. But sometimes the doctor is wrong. She, it, Lucy is a girl. Are you she, they pronouns? They, them, they, who are they? There was two of them? Fun thing about me is yesterday I came out of transphobic family. So let's go. Rock frogs, pronouns, that sounds so cool. Let me introduce you to our non-binary alpaca. I am non-binary and I use they, them pronouns and my students know this. We just came up with new words that fit us better. It's fine. What if I want to be called Sir Elton John? It's time for Woke Wednesday. Time to get woke, baby. You know what I'm saying? And we do this each and every Wednesday. We get woke. We break things down for you. Talk about the insanity that's out there. Uh, you know, it's very interesting. You know, we'll get to the drag show thing. Uh, you know, there was a, a theater during a Christmas stream drag show in San Antonio. Armed protesters gathered outside. I don't know if we need that. Uh, the Texas Freedom Force. Uh, but here's the thing. When you start bringing kids into it, I, I'm sorry, you know, no. No, you don't. Y- you don't. And look, I'm as open and free as anybody. But I've seen some of the stuff. I've been to drag shows. I lived in Palm Springs for almost a decade, right? And so so that's a no, by the way. For 12, 14 years. It's, sorry, it's not. That's a no. 
let alone children children like if i if i found out that my kid saw a show like and everybody's like it's stupid it's harmless okay here's a question so i've got a four-year-old little girl and i got a 12-year-old little boy if i took my little if my little girl saw a drag show at school and the way that some of these things are, and even though that, because trust me, there many of them are comedians, and by the way, they're not trans. So can we just stop that? Because uh, oh, you're transphobic. They're not trans, <laughs> but they push the envelope big time because they're also showmen and women, and they push the envelope. I would lose my freaking mind. Well, that's just ridiculous, Chad. That, that that that's just that's 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 ridiculous they would never do, they would i've seen it you've seen it people posting videos of little kids stuffing g-strings and so, i'm sorry that's a no-no for me but here's something if i took my son to cheetahs or you know the lingerie lounge and we went to the champagne room and he's getting lap dances people flip out and rightly so Rightly so. But this is the battleground of which we find ourselves in this woke, wacky world. That if you don't want your four-year-old reading about men having sex or, or, or you know, any of this wacky stuff that's out there, and I've seen some of the books, and don't tell me that's not, yes, it is. It is ridiculous, some of the stuff that's out there. If, if this is where we are in this world, that you're like, you know what? She's four. She doesn't need to read that. Oh, it's because you're a hater. No, it's because that's what it is. I am not going to take her to an R-rated movie either. Hey, kids, we're watching The Exorcist tonight. Grab your popcorn. This is going to be great, especially when she grabs the the cross and stabs herself in the hoo-ha. What happened to common sense? I'm curious about that. It's not appropriate in front of a child. I mean, come on now. This isn't Barney over here. By the way, if you watch the Barney... Uh, just a little side note here. If you watch the Barney documentary, Barney's pretty dark. Now, he's not dark on stage, but he, he, it's dark. But this is a, not a good thing. I'm, I'm, and this is me being a dad. I don't want my son to go to it. I don't want, now, when he gets 18, when he gets 17, when he understands things a little bit more, yeah, you know what? There's, there's age appropriateness. That's also something that we have lost our plot on. That's somehow saying, hey, you know what? There's age appropriate things, and that ain't a one of them. So I'm suggesting this. Maybe you guys want to help me out with this. If we're going to have drag shows at the libraries, I want to have stripper shows at the libraries. They can do all kinds of stuff. First of all, they're going to show you how strong they are, how dancing is a wonderful way to keep themselves ready and rolling and, and with solid fitness. We're going to bring in a pole and they're going to show their upper body strength and how flexible they are. And all that is going to be going on while they're reading a book to a child. See how that plays itself out. This country is backpedaling in a nationwide agenda to dispose of the transphobic contribution to this nation and this nation and culture. We love drag. Drag is a space for creation and liberation. And we will not stand for a community that we love going down in the trenches due to a narrative that is false. It's not. It's not. And by the way, if you love drag, and, I, and I've and i talked to several drag uh, performers, one of them out here, of course, there's a big Carrie Lake controversy about that. And and he said, it's a she. It's not a she. The, the, the artist on stage is playing a she. He said, uh, no, there's, that's, no, that's the, the, there's an appropriate time for things. There is. People who have agendas push things. So people who are part of the drag community, which again, knock yourself out. By the way, if you've never been to a drag show, it is hilarious and funny. It has. 
Been to a couple of them. What's that? I lived in Palm Springs. So I got zero problems with it. Go do it if you want to. If it's age appropriate, fantastic. But don't tell me that you being a performer is one thing, but performer activist is another thing. An activist, much like teachers, is a wholly different world. And things are being pushed. Don't tell me that. Common sense has lost its way. 100%. Lost its way in this world. You think so? I know so. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. His name is Chris Beck. He is a Navy SEAL. And I say he because he was a she and is now detransitioning back to being Chris Beck, the man. Well... The transgender originally started out as and you know pretty basic and very rare, and now it's kind of morphed into an ideology. And that's what I'm kind yes. of speaking out of that. Speaking about the ideology, I'm not talking about the people. Now there's a lot yes. of transgender people, out there, great folks, but the ideology was I'm talking about. It's it's becoming something where it's being pushed in schools and young teenagers are having surgeries because it's saying they're transgender. It's an affirmation. Once a teenager walks into an office, even if the parents are saying no, that doctor can override that. And that's a problem. And that's a problem. So he's speaking out about it. By the way, he's speaking out about it as a person who's using common sense and talking about the fact that, you know, like, look, this isn't about people who try because there are people out there. I've met people. I've interviewed them when I had my show in Palm Springs and even that show. They're trans. They're this is what they believe that they're much older. They made decisions later in life after going through a myriad of, of, and, and they'll tell you this back in the day, psychological testing, then psychological study, meaning live as a woman or live as a man for a year. Going through things before they ever got to the point where they were deciding to change their physiology and their biology, you know, as far as the, the, the hormones and whatnot. Not anymore. And that's what he's worried about here. As soon as I started speaking out and saying that I think these teenagers need more time, they also need to reclassify transgender is gender dysphoria. It used to be in, uh, you know, the psychologist manual for, you know, mental health issues. Now they've gotten rid of that. And now, as soon as somebody goes in there and says anything even close to transgender, you basically label transgender and you start pushing your surgery. That's what I'm trying to stop. There's a lot of yes. great people out there who are transgender, not transgender, everything. Yeah. Again, he's not trying to say there are bad people out there that are transgender. I think he wants to take that myth away. And that's, that's rightly so. Each person you have to judge individually. It's not about that. And the dysphoria he talks about is very real. We'll touch on that uh in a second but this right here is is a wake-up call and common sense needs to come back the rest of the world is stepping away from this because they realize activism got a hold of it and then it became business and business is booming and to keep business booming you have to make sure you have more customers and anybody who comes out against you you got to make sure you destroy if doctors would be honest and give the entire story then i wouldn't even be on here right now I would have gone about my life quietly. I would have been on my farm. You never would have heard from me. Tucker, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to be out of here. But yeah. we have to be here because nobody is standing up for these kids. Now, if there's a bunch of kids that are transgender and they grow up and they'd be happy and they're 80 years old and they're still happy, you know, that's great. But there's a lot of kids who are getting caught up in this huge tidal wave 
of popular transgender culture, popular transgender ideology. And that is wrong. Yeah. And here's the thing. He talked about the mental health issue. And we touched on it earlier. If you missed the show, grab the podcast. We went a little bit deeper. But uh, uh, a, a psychiatrist at John Hopkins, who, along with many others, classified this as a mental health disorder. It was a big thing. Paul McHugh, the former uh, chief uh, psych, uh, of the psychiatric uh, uh, of psychiatry at John Hopkins, helped. Uh, you know, I mean, the whole nightmare that went on there about people for years that said, look, this is a psychiatric disorder. This is a mental health issue. There are a lot of things here going on. Uh, and and what ended up happening is they slowly but surely reclassified it, pulled it away. And it's nuts. He said, and he was the chief of psychiatry from 75 to 2001, still believes transgender is largely a psychological problem, not a biological problem. At the title of uh, University Distinguished Service Professor John uh, Hopkins uh, Medicine, he continued to wield enormous influence in certain circles and is quoted frequently on gender issues in conservative media. Well, he's getting quoted more and more now because people are looking around going, mm, maybe he was right. He was absolutely right. And the grifters that take advantage of young children. That's the evil that's going on. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. your Twitter. Tweet us. Man, we were really long here. Uh, Omaha Steaks. Incredible. Love it. Delicious. Amazing. Last night, got home. Guess what we had? Omaha Steak Tacos. That's right. My wife grilled up some burger and steak. We matched it up. We cut it up. It was the most delicious, incredible thing. I had way too many. Not a great way to lose weight, but a great way to enjoy life with the family. I love it. It's amazing. Right now, 50% off site-wide. Use code Benson on the way out. You save an extra $40. Virtually nothing. You're going to get the best. I'm going to say last night we had Blue Butcher's Filet uh, Tacos. Incredible. Because it was Tuesday. On top of that, it was delicious. The memories. You're going to give a gift that you're going to be able to enjoy with the family, but you're going to get a gift as well that are going to be giving you opportunities to have amazing memories. Right now, take advantage of this and all the other deep discounts uh, when you go there and use code Benson. But look at the amazing stuff. And if you have not got yourself a Christmas dinner, they've got it for you. OmahaSteaks.com. Code Benson on the way out. Saves you an extra $40. 50% off site-wide. Minimum order required. OmahaSteaks.com. Use code Benson on the way out. OmahaSteaks.com. Code Benson saves you an extra $40. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Messi dances around, turns the corner, gets inside of him, cuts it back. Julian Alvarez, 3 0 Argentina. What a performance tonight! Yeah, yesterday, uh, Messi put. Argentina on his back, and they dispose quite easily. The best game they have played. They have not looked great up until this point. And they dispatched uh, Croatia, the the finalist in uh, and runner-up in the last World Cup, and the team that kind of surprised everybody again. Uh, it was an amazing performance. And I told my buddy in the middle of the game, because I thought Croatia kind of had the beating of everybody, the way that they play the game and everything, that, hey, uh, 
about five minutes in, you know, they were worried. Messi's kind of limping. He's holding the back of his hamstring. Uh, you know, they get a penalty. He scores the goal. And he kind of comes alive. And I said, let me tell you something. I said, it's one of those things where, and, and I've had it when I was playing, uh, you feel it. You got a game, you know, where, where it's coming. You could feel it. The third goal they scored, Julian Alvarez there. Lionel Messi uh, went up against the guy that has been kind of the revelation for the Croatian team, and everybody's looking at purchasing and spending big money on to for them to for him to play on their team. He danced around him and made him look like he was a child. This guy's like six foot four. Messi looks like a child, and it was insane. And uh, it was just crazy. It was crazy. My, my, my stepdaughter, Lily, she says to me, she says, uh, hey, hey, she goes, Chad, uh, so today's game, you know, you know, we're talking about Messi. And I said, you're watching utter greatness in a way that you, you may not realize. Not a moment in time, but maybe a culmination of that. They'll face the winner of today's game, uh, Morocco versus France. Morocco. Been the Darlings' first African team to get to this level. Uh, this is their chance to for the whole continent. And they've put on extra planes, flown them all in, the opportunities in front of them. Unfortunately for them, I do believe the fairy tale ends today. They take on Kylian Mbappe, who is the best player in the world right now, and a France team that is on fire and looking to repeat. The first team, I think it's 60 years maybe, to repeat. So tonight, uh, I think the fairy tale comes an end, but it should be a tough game. But I think France gets ahead, and if they score early and the game opens up, it could get ugly. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. You have a great rest of your day. We got you over the hump. We'll do it again tomorrow. As always, my friends, night-night, Jack. You're listening to the best of Chad Benson. This is the Chad Benson Show. Hey, what's up? It's me, Chad, here. You're listening to some of the amazing shows we did this year. We're reaching back into our bag of holiday goodies. From everyone here at the Chad Benson Show, we wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a happy, happy New Year. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Is it a Christmas miracle? Could things be cooling in the world of, oh, inflation? Economists were anticipating a 7.3% year-over-year increase in the consumer price index. Instead, the number has come in at 7.1%, the best since December of 2021. The overall increase, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, was driven by the rising cost of housing. Energy prices, including the cost of gasoline, actually went down in November. Which is a good thing. That's good, right? Inflation nation is what we have been. So, and it's hard to quantify, you know, CPR, consumer price index, and we take the core inflation, but we take out all the stuff that you actually purchase with it, and those goods are up, but the other things are down. So, therefore, look, you, you know it, I know it. I guess heading here under 290 See, 275 in some places, a little bit more expensive in Phoenix. Producer Phil out there in the beautiful world of Virginia, what did you pay? What are you paying for gas? Uh, 310. 310. There you go. So gas is easing, not where we need it to be, but it's still not bad. By the way, I'd like to give a big shout out to China. 
Thanks so much for the COVID restrictions. You guys keep at it. One place where Americans are actually saving compared to a year ago is at the gas pump. The national average is now around $3.25. That's actually lower than it was last December. Wall Street and the Federal Reserve are going to be paying very close attention to these inflation numbers. The Fed has already hiked interest rates six times this year to try to slow down borrowing to tame high prices in the economy. Another rate hike is expected tomorrow. Yeah, now... The question is, how big of the hike? Some people said if, if it's 0.75, we're in for a much tougher ride. Bing! You know, when you when you, when they know they're going to be flying through uh, weather and how bad it is because they've talked to planes in front of them. They see what's coming. They get the bing. Everybody sit down. That includes the... Uh, uh, you know, we're going to hit some bumpy badge that, you know, we, that includes we're going to suspend the cart service at this moment. We'd ask that you know, everybody sit down, including uh, the flight attendants. Uh, or are we going to get a point five? Point five. Eh, probably going to be a few bumps. We might even put turn on the lights, the, the little bing light for the seatbelt. That's kind of where we're sitting at this moment in time. So that's good news. Still thinks too damn high. Still putting too much on the credit card. But could we be in a position where if we're in a recession, we're coming out of it, or if we are headed into a recession, it's not going to be as bad as we think. That's always a possibility. I would like to think the good rather than the bad. That's just me. It's the kind of cat I am. I'm a caring kind of individual. I don't want bad things. Despite what people think, if you dream of a horrible time because the other party's in power, you're an idiot. Today's inflation report shows that red hot prices are starting to cool off, giving some much needed relief to consumers. Inflation rose 7.1% in November from a year ago. That was better than expected, and it marks the slowest pace since the end of last year. So hopefully we keep on this path, which would be good. We shall see. I mean, does it all change if China gets back in the game and 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 we're now vying for a limited amount of, of oil for the rest of the world because China's consuming far more than normal and we see what's going on in the Middle East and Saudi Arabia and stuff. Uh, yeah, but that, for at least right now, this is a bit of a win and it's still not where we need to be. Remember, we like to see it right around 2%. 7.1 is still ridiculously high, but it's better than where we were headed. The big question for me is what do we look like in February? We always talk about what do they say it is the second Tuesday in February is supposed to be like the most depressing day when people in theory they say you know it's people getting their credit card bills for the holidays and all these kind of stuff because we have put so much on our credit cards. We have put so much on we're going to buy it now, we're going to pay for it for the next umpteen years. What is it? We're carrying more credit card debt than we could even imagine. Uh, and so what does that look like in the coming year? Because I think that's the bubble that's going to burst. It's not going to be the housing bubble. It is going to be the the, the credit bubble that I think is going to explode. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson, show us your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, they got him. They arrested him. Yeah, the dude with the bad hair that was a genius that spent umpteen millions of dollars less than a year ago to be the bee's knees at the Super Bowl.
Sam Bankman-Fried in custody. Sam Bankman-Fried arrested at the request of the U.S. government. The charges not being unveiled until later today, but a source says the 30-year-old faces a multi-count fraud indictment. After the alleged misappropriation was reported last month, customers rushed to withdraw their money, causing FTX to implode after it was unable to recover the withdrawals. The company short billions of dollars. By the way, uh, they're now saying uh, this this is I think far worse than people realize as far as like they, they weren't even trying from the day he got dollar one. He was allocated by the looks of it into putting it into other things. The big question is why now and i'm not saying that you know you can find the conspiracy because it's already out there well he was supposed to testify and you know give all the money to the democrats why did they arrest him now why not just let him testify get more statements on the record and then arrest him Uh, a lot of members of congress are frustrated now You know, it is sort of interesting that they decided to do it the day before. Also, the fact that they did it under seal. They clearly wanted to act quickly. Yeah. And my thing is, this is just me. I can spin it every way. Was he getting ready to bounce? Was he getting ready to try to head to Dubai or somewhere like that where he would be out of everybody's reach uh, in a country that extradition would have been virtually impossible in some ways to get to? I don't know how many of those countries really exist anymore that you would want to live in and at the same time uh we couldn't get to you but was that the fear maybe that he wasn't going to testify he was just going to bounce i think that you will see in the trial his words come out against him in some way shape or form is it that he testifies is it that they use your interview but there's no doubt i think that they are going to use them in some way yeah he's talking to george stephanopoulos our good buddy uh, uh dan abrams there talking about uh his interview with stephanopoulos he interviewed and spoke with everybody that guy would never shut up he wouldn't our george stephanopoulos sat down with bankman freed last month after the stunning collapse carolyn ellison said that you all knew that these funds were used were put into alameda they were the funds owned by your depositors so I can't speak for who knew what. Are you worried about going to jail? Well, I'm trying to focus on what I can do going forward to be helpful and, you know, let whatever, you know, regulatory and legal processes are happening play out as they will. Oh, they're going to play out. They're going to play out big, big, big time because you're an idiot. You stole people's money. And as I was explaining to people last night, they're going to protect him because of, uh, uh, you know, all the money he gave to Democrats. I said, no, no, no. Understand something. He took money from Democrats, and yeah, he did try to smooth the way into the world of politics. He said he gave a bunch of money to Republicans. We'll find out about all this stuff. But one thing that he did do was steal money from everybody. And when you do that, that includes Republicans, Democrats, that ain't a good look. But why did they arrest him now? What if they thought he was going to bounce? Here's the thing. If they don't arrest this guy, the crypto king, right, him and his 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 bizarre friends living in the Bahamas who everybody anointed the greatest. That's part of the reason that the media doesn't really they're trying to figure out how do we cover a guy that we anointed the second coming of of, you know, J.P. Morgan of Buffett. Right. The second coming of all the greats. The, 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 how do we do this? Because we. We're in on it. 
he's great, right? He's just, he's, you know, he's not a nihilist. He's got this beautiful way of looking at life and he's going to do all this stuff. You know, you become rich, you give all your money with blah, 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 blah. And they annoy him and they kiss his ass. They do, oh my God, he's just the most wonderful thing. And he's just such a unique character, blah, 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 blah. And they do all of these things. You got an egg on your face. I mean, look at all the, look at all the celebrities and athletes that are being sued because they're out there, you know, pitching the dream of crypto and, and whatnot. I was watching some comics the other day. That's totally why Tom and, and Giselle broke up because uh, she's like, I don't want to be part of this crap. No. No. He's an idiot. He was an idiot. He was a great narrative for a lot of them to talk about. Look at this guy. It's not like Elon. He just takes his money and buys Twitter and ruins the world. This guy's doing great things. They're caught with egg on their face. And the other side of it is, if let's say they didn't arrest him. So let's say they don't arrest this character, and then he flies off, and boom, he ends up in, uh, you know, Dubai or some faraway land, and he's got $50 million stashed away cash, a billion here, and we can't get to him. People would have said, because I heard people on the right say, why isn't he in handcuffs, Jeff? It's because of the Democrats. And then the minute he's in handcuffs, it's like, why did they arrest him? He was going to testify. It's like, you guys can't make up your mind. You want the conspiracy. You just don't know which way it's supposed to go. He's in handcuffs. Trust me, based on all the stuff and the fact that he won't shut up. There are a lot of things that are worrying me right now. Um, And, you know, as best as possible, I'm trying to focus on what I can do going forward to be helpful and, you know, let whatever, you know, regulatory and legal processes are happening play out. If I were you, I would write a movie called Get Hard. <laughs> so it's not a porno. That's what you're thinking. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It's a Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where independent a la carte thinkers have a seat at the table and a voice in the dialogue. I'll have what she's having. This is Chad Benson. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Liam, Matt, Brass, Nap, Lenny, Bush, and Lester Banks, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly, beef, boom. What's trending? All right, let's find out what's trending in the magical world of Twitter. Uh, Twitter right now is mostly Mike Leach. You don't know who he is. He is a, and was, passed away earlier today. 61 years old, Mississippi State head football coach. He was with Texas Tech. He was with Washington, uh, the uh, the Cougars, Washington State. He is this crazy, hilarious, they used to call him the pirate. Greatest sound bites. Unique. A visionary when it comes to the air raid offense. All of these things this guy was. And that's why you see a lot of these guys in the NFL and the way that the NFL is structured now, this air raid where it's everybody, you're never under center. You throw, throw, throw. It was this guy passed away after having a heart attack over the weekend. A vast majority of of what you see in the first 10 things 
all college football outside of uh, PlayStation and Cole Beasley who's coming out of retirement, I guess. Dick Van Dyke also trending. Why is that? Because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, 97 years young. Let's juxtapose that. 61 years old. Mike Leach. Dick Van Dyke, 97. 36 year difference. And Dick Van Dyke is still going, dancing and singing, they're saying. Uh, uh, Sam Bankman freed uh, under arrest. The 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 crypto king is now in crypto uh, crime head is in a lot of trouble. Lots of indictments, eight of them. You know, I mean, they're going to get him for anything they possibly can at this point. Question is, will he ever speak in, you know, on the Hill, which I think is going to happen. It's going to be questions about the money that went to the Democrats. Absolutely. Also, uh, a lot of other questions that need to be asked with this guy who stole so many people's money. Think of this. Last year, at this time, he's getting ready for the Super Bowl. He's buying huge amounts of time on the Super Bowl, giving away crypto on the Super Bowl, on the front cover of Fortune and all of these big things. And uh, 10 months later, head over to uh, Google. CPI number one today. Uh, Cools down a little bit. Consumer price index. So all of the, the, the inflation is cooling down. That's good news. Yesterday, Kyler Murray, the number one thing uh, that people searched. He is the quarterback of the Cardinals. They just gave him a fat contract. Non-contact injury. All sources around here and the, my local station where I was just over wandering over there. They are the voice of the Cardinals. Uh, everybody says it's an ACL. So out. Don't worry, though. It's $46 million this year. Totally guaranteed. What? what? Argentina, Croatia. Trending. And we're going to talk about Argentina and a Washington Post op-ed piece coming up in a little bit because you're like, what? Sam Bankman-Fried, Golden Globe nominations, uh, Mike Leach as well. Tons of stuff trending. But this insane thing uh, about I just I don't even know how to describe what the Washington Post wrote and just the insanity of it. But you're just sit there and you'll shake your head and go, really, guys, really? And you're like, yeah, really? That's how it works. And fusion. That's right, guys. Fusion. Remember the movie The Saint? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Guess what? They think they figured it out. Oh, no way. They do. I think they figured it out. They think they've got the breakthrough. This laser energy from all these beams is about 192 shining in uh, on this target, illuminate it, uh, compress it, and then it heats and then the fusion reactions start and then the thing explodes with the energy that results from the fusion reactions. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, Layman's turn. The whole point is you want the individual atoms to be going so fast that when they run into each other, they overcome the repulsion and they slam each other and fuse and then blow back apart and release way more energy than they had to begin with. So... Two pieces of energy coming together, boom! And by their hitting and coming together, releasing energy, boom! And what does that mean? Clean energy in the future, right? Like nuclear is. It's not clean, Chad. Something could go wrong. Okay, get over it, all right? For God's sakes. You want real clean energy in any windmill, right? And then it's not the solar in your house. I'm just going to give it to you. Not that solar's bad. I'm just letting you guys know. Here's the reality. Clean, absolute clean energy. And very interesting. Also... With science, you never know what they're going to do with it. Could be the end of us. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Chad Benson Show.
You're listening to the best of Chad Benson. The Chad Benson Show. Ho, 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 ho. Hey, what's up? It's me, Chad, here. You're listening to some of the amazing shows we did this year. We're reaching back into our bag of holiday goodies. From everyone here at the Chad Benson Show, we wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a happy, happy New Year. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It's Christmas time. And there's no need to be afraid. At Christmas time, we let in light and we banish it. And in our world of plenty. It is my favorite worst Christmas song of all, and you're probably singing along with it right now, aren't you? What are we going to do? Thank you. Why? Pray for the other one. Because this song, while catchy and an earworm that led to Live Aid and many other live concert fun, the reality is, it's about famine. Where the only water flowing is the bitter sting of tears. It's horrible it's a song. And the Christmas bells that ring in are the clanging chimes of doom. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so I was... Uh, I'll do a little bit more on this later, but let's just say that it started as a good cause. It ended sideways, not because it wasn't a good cause, but because politics gets involved. The one thing it did give us was Live Aid, which gave us the amazing performance of Freddie Mercury and Queen, which was arguably the greatest rock performance you'll ever see. Uh, but uh, just it started as a good cause. Know that. Sir Bob Geldof started as a great cause. It was just but when you listen to it we're singing along and the clanging chimes of doom (laughs) like that's awful we're singing about people who are dying in ethiopia and it's now become a christmas fairy tale song oh that's weird 323-538-2423 Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things that are available and out there. I will tell you this right now. We had some trends this year. We had some trends that picked up. We have a lot of trends going on, uh, including this. Good morning, Winston. Let's start the day. It's a typical day in the Schnitzler household. 17-month-old Winston is up, and parents David and Allison are getting ready for work. Winston is fed, there's some play, and then the morning goodbyes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. They're off to work. Have a good day. Allison, a family physician, and David, an insurance underwriter. Now, an at-home dad. Caring for Winston, tending to the house, playing with him, all of that comes first. (laughs) 
Yeah, and it's funny because it's talking about he's a stay-at-home dad. Uh, he's working. He just happens to work from the house. It's not quite the same thing, but it is actually, we're seeing this a lot more. We've talked about it. Men not in the workforce of that prime age. Last year, the Schnitzlers made a significant life change. We made that decision to have me stay home. David quit his job to take care of Winston full time so Allison could continue her career. We're happy with the roles that we're in. It's phenomenal. And in recent months, more men ages 30 to 44 have been dropping out of the workforce, according to data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. The labor force participation rate for men in that age group is lower than it was pre-pandemic. Yeah. By the way, she's going to have an affair. <laughs> I'm going to let that No, she, yes, it is. Nature. Nature's going to say, hey, he's not doing anything. He might be taking care of the kids, but there's just something about that. That's my prediction. I hope I'm wrong. And... By, Here's the the dropping out of the workforce, and I think this is what we're missing. It's not that they're not doing something and making money, although there's plenty of that because Gen Z and 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 you know Gen uh, was it uh, the millennials are they've boomeranged back home, but we've talked about this for years. The gig economy that for some people, you know, they figured out a way to stitch together enough to make money. Then the coronavirus happened. People were at home. They started doing more and more things on the side, got to the point where like, you know what? I could replace my salary with this. So they may do two or three things at once. It's not that they're just sitting at home doing nothing. There is that as well. Not saying there's not that. But there's a lot of people out there. Case in point, one of my buddies here uh, at the station, uh, he's got two or three. He, for fun and for extra money, he flips baseball cards and football cards and, you know, wrestling cards. I mean, they got cards for everything. I was like, what's the next big thing? He goes, Formula One's going to be interesting. There. I think they have Formula One cards now. Yeah. Soccer cards. He's got everything. So he he flips it, and he does really well. And I said, dude, if you decided you know to leave this or you know something happened we became a spanish station and none of us speak spanish so you're now i go could you goes oh yeah i could replace my income doing this he goes i could i go that's that's pretty awesome and he goes all the guys because he'll do we always laugh at him because i'll see him from my window he's doing deals he's bring down his cards he's doing deals and he says to me i said he goes all of those guys had regular jobs before the pandemic and now this is all they do is cards and it's, you know, it's kind of like on the side and they do some other stuff, you know, sell on eBay and Etsy and Amazon. But he goes, and they're all replaced their money and then some. So to say that they're completely out of the workforce, I think is wrong. But yeah, there is those men that are out of the workforce and women are out there and women are doing different things too, which I like. It's becoming increasingly common to see women, for example, having project management roles or generally management positions within construction. Women like Ava Sadohat. I knew I wanted to work in construction management. Sadohat joined the construction industry two years ago as a project engineer. Today, women make up just 14% of the construction industry. It's the highest on record. I think it was definitely intimidating, but the more that I started working in the industry and the more people I came into contact with, I think I realized pretty quickly on that there's a place for everyone in construction. Yeah, yeah. No doubt about that. Absolutely. And go on TikTok. You can find a lot of people 
a lot of women, you know, who are plumbers or stuff like that. It's there. Is it going to ever get to the point where it's 50-50? No, it's not. It's not going to get to the point where it's 50 It's just not happening. I think we all understand that. I mean, because it's not everybody wants to do that. Uh, but, you know, is it going to get to the point where you're going to see more and more? 100%. Now, back to the stay-at-home dad. Early next year, the Schnitzlers will welcome baby number two, another boy. But that doesn't mean David is closing the door on rejoining the workforce one day. I won't say that I'm out of the workforce 100%, uh, you know, retired, what, what have you. But for the time being, we want to give our second infant son the, the same thing that we gave to our first. And that is a parent who's able to give them 100%. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you know what? I wish I spent more time with my kids. Uh, I do. And, you know, if I if I was only doing voiceovers, I'd do it out of my house. And, you know, and, and well, at that point, my wife wanted to go back to work. It'd be totally fine. It's, 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 it's interesting. But people are also trying to find out how they get creative in, in, in stuff because things are changing right now. You're looking at a position that people are being put in because of schools trying to retain teachers or thinking about going to a four-day work week. It looks like Missouri's going to do that. Out here where I am, my kids go to school three days a week. They're off Monday, Friday, but they go to school long. It's not They go from school between 8 and 9 in the morning, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, till about 6. And then they're off Monday, Friday. Before that, the school they went to, it was a uh, four-day work week. Well, how do people get around that they're trying to retain teachers at the same time if you don't have flexible jobs you could be in some trouble three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson show is your twitter tweet text omaha steaks amazing uh love my omaha steaks last night we we made some incredible fillets of which i brought some to work today so i can have a nice little lunch as we enjoy our last day of the show it's awesome it's about memories it's about a lot of different things and it's not just about the steaks which are naturally aged perfection just fantastic uh it's about the memories you give with it it's a great gift this holiday season and they've got everything they've got the surf and turf they've got that classic package with the with the beautiful amazing fillets and the hot dogs hamburgers the pork chops they've got surf and turf they've got everything you need give the gift and win the holiday season with omaha steaks right now 50 percent off site wide plus an extra $40 off when you use code Benson when you check out. So go to omahasteaks.com right now. Use code Benson when you check out. Save an extra $40. omahasteaks.com. Code Benson. Save an extra $40. It is the best steaks you're ever going to have guaranteed or your money back. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Tribal Free Radio. Information over affirmation. Facts over fiction. It's ridiculous, and I want you to know that. You call it ridiculous, we call it reality. That's a crock. Real over fake. God help us. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. The Chad Benson Show. Fighting truth decay the American way. So while you're having fun. Opening gifts from loved ones There's one suggestion I'd like to place in your ear Please remind the kids Whose birthday this really is Let's not forget Why Christmas time is here You don't recognize that voice uh, He was mostly chasing Ghostbusters That was his Christmas 
theme right there. It's a little Ray Parker Jr., baby. Decided to have some time off, going to enjoy myself. What am I going to do? Probably see some movies. Is this one of them? Let's get it done. There are a handful of movies opening this weekend, but only one anyone's really paying attention to. James Cameron's Avatar sequel, The Way of Water, is expected to debut with a minimum $150 million domestically, maybe as much as $175 million. Both bows would be more than double what the 2009 original earned its opening weekend. Thirteen years later, Avatar is now the all-time highest-grossing film in the world, with more than $2.92 billion. I've never seen it. I've never seen that movie. I've seen it'll be on TV and it'll be at one point. I've seen the same point of the movie every time. Never seen the beginning. Seen the part where he becomes blue guy. Right. And then I've seen the part where he goes from blue guy to attaching his dreadlock hair things to his flying unicorn dragon. That's it. And I thought to myself, really? It's the biggest movie of all time? And I couldn't tell you at end. I couldn't tell you. Sigourney Weaver's in it. I know that. Uh, I, I don't know anything else. I think it's a couple other people. Like people I would recognize are in it. I think Michelle Rodriguez is in it. I don't know if she's in this one. I don't know if the other guy's in this one. I don't know if the bad guy's in this one because then it's a bad guy. Uh, I don't know because I've never seen the movie. It did. And here's the thing. It came out, and people say, oh my God, because you know, we expect, we see these movies that are very front-loaded in Hollywood, meaning they'll come out and they'll they'll do $150 million at the box office, $200 million at the box office. Over two, three weeks, they've done four. That wasn't this movie. The original came out. It did well. It just never sucked. The f- Normally... You'll do you'll see a movie do 150, 200, 3, you know, million dollars, some massive. And then the next week it does 75 million, which is still massive, but it went from 200 to 75. It's a huge drop. This was one of those things where it went from 75 million and the next week it did 73 million. And then the next week it did 71 million. And I'm just talking about the weekends. I'm not talking about during the week. The drop in box office is pers- this precipitous drop off is Normally, you're like, okay, do you have staying power? This thing had staying power. I don't know <laughs> anything about the movie. And here's something else. I don't have three hours and 10 minutes that I care to sit there and watch a movie like this. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's great, you know? But I'd rather spend time at the park with my little one and maybe taking a nap trying to catch up on some sleep and watching sports, which is what I'm going to be doing. That's right. This weekend, lots of sports on it. It is a sportstacular weekend. I'm going to give you my football picks. Last picks of the year. I'm doing quite well, actually, for the year. Uh, 129.76-2. and two. So uh, at the Niners yesterday, they won. By the way, if there's a team in football that's better than the Niners, even though they've got a quarterback named Brock Purdy who was Mr. Irrelevant through two touchdowns, it is not about that side of the ball because that side of the ball is pretty darn good. Tebow Samuel's healthy. You've got McCaffrey. You're going to put up points on the board. You've got Kittle. It's a damn good team. Uh, and that is evident. The reality is that defense is freakish. So they won last night. This weekend, lots of football starts Saturday. Vikings, Browns, and Bills take all three of those with the victory. 
Uh, Sunday, Eagles, Lions, Panthers, Chiefs, Saints, Jags, Broncos, Bengals, Commanders, and Packers were all win. Monday night is that Packers game. It's going to be an interesting time, uh, you know, this weekend. And then uh, the hard one for me, I'm going to go with the Chargers over the Titans. It will be the hardest pick I have because uh, the Titans should be better. Chargers should be better. But... Uh, it's going to be a fun weekend of sports because once all that is said and done, the reality is everything needs to move aside because Sunday is the World Cup final. I'm going to give you my breakdown of the World Cup final. You have in this corner ding, 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 the reigning world champions who four years ago rolled through the finals in Russia on its way to a 4-2 victory over the Croats uh, in a, an amazing tournament. That included a young 19-year-old kid named Kylian Mbappe, who was just absolutely a revelation. Four years on, he is arguably the best player in the world. And, by the way, but the French started out by missing three players that a lot of people thought there's no way they can repeat, right? Kareem Benzema, who is their superstar goal scorer, who's still on the roster. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, N'Golo Kante and Paul Pogba, all three injured. Well, there's no way this team can repeat. Ten minutes into the game, first game of the year uh, of the World Cup, their left back tears his ACL. His brother goes in, takes over for him. But they rolled, and they continue to roll because that team is stacked, and they're good. They're very good. First team to repeat in about 60 years is what they're going for. On the other side, well, you look over and you have the little mercurial genius in Lionel Messi and a solid but not spectacular Argentinian team. But with Lionel Messi, that's all you need. If he wins this, and this is the one thing that's hanging over his head, if he wins this, he moves out of the shadow of Diego Maradona, the superstar who passed away uh, last year, if he moves into this stratosphere of World Cup winner, I don't think there is any argument you can make against him as being the greatest player of all time. But I think a lot of people, in fact, I think it's a tough argument to make against him now, but this will put him in a stratosphere that very few have ever, ever seen. My prediction this weekend, fun game, exciting game. I picked Argentina to win it. Argentina 2, France 1. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show, your Twitter. Tweet, text. Love hearing from y'all. If you miss any show, grab the podcast. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show.